0: Hi, this is Danny Ryan, the VP of Business Development and Co-Founder for 3 I'm here with Pete Skelly, the Director of Technology. Thanks for uh, coming on to this, Pete. Thanks, Danny. And we, what I wanted to do was to, to continue on the, the conversation that we were having about your white paper, and uh, um, the you gave us a real good, uh, in a previous episode, gave us a, a good background on sort of the uh, who the audience is for the paper. and. Uh, Thought you did a good job of sort of framing up the context of the the different phases of of, uh, of what we're seeing as far as how apps are being built, and and uh, it's really good. Sort of it's it's led us up to this um, sort of changing world with the cloud ecosystem. And the next part of your paper, you you cover the business impact of the cloud ecosystem. And I know you hear you almost this is a. This was really helpful for me just to define some terms and to sort of set up how have things changed in a cloud ecosystem. So you mind just giving us a sort of an overview of this section and, and some of the things? That it, it'd be, it would even be great just to go through some of the definitions as well.
1: Okay. So I, I think whenever we talk to customers about um, sort of moving to Office 365 or to the cloud, um, the first thing they ask is, you know, well, what's what's the cloud? It's such an overloaded term and people refer to, you know, on the news, they refer to the cloud as almost like this, you know, fictitious server sitting in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Um, So I always find it helpful to define some terms so everybody's on the same page. Um, So software as a service um, really is an application that's provided completely uh, through the internet. So delivered via internet, consumed by users, Uh, using devices or kind of the software is completely delivered to Web clients, native clients, all without kind of ever installing anything. It's it's just something that's delivered and, and is is ubiquitous. Um, and you you put as an example for
0: this like Office three sixty five, probably like Salesforce as well. Salesforce. Yeah, so so
1: Office three sixty five, Outlook, mm-hmm. uh, any of the Exchange, Workstream, Outlook, uh, mm-hmm. calendaring, tasks. Um, Salesforce is a great example as well. Gotcha. Um, the Infrastructure as a service or IaaS, and, and a lot of folks call software as a service SaaS, um, but infrastructure as a service um, or IaaS is really, I think most people are familiar with this in the IT community. Um, you know, people have been using virtual machines for years, uh, virtualized storage. Um, you know, this really kind of takes that a little bit to the next level of, of saying, I've got pre installed uh, software, maybe bundles of software. Um, But it still requires maintenance. Um, You're still required to kind of patch the OS or patch uh, some of the applications. Whereas in the SaaS world, you know, I'm not responsible for that. I'm going to get the latest, uh, kind of the term used is evergreen. So Mm -hmm. I'm always going to have the latest updates in a uh, SaaS environment. Uh, So for Office 365, You know if they're going to roll out uh, groups for example the groups feature in office 365 and outlook um, that just appears so you don't really have an opportunity to say hey i'm i'm uh, I'm gonna you know upgrade my server that that kind of goes away uh, in the cloud and that has some serious business impacts so you know from a, a discussion about business impact of cloud ecosystem one of the things we always like to talk about is How do I kind of balance some of those? And and the third sort of delivery model of of the cloud is PaaS or Platform as a Service. And that's really providing a compute platform uh, or a solution stack as a service. And and typically that's built in public or private cloud um, and just provided for you. So it really enables you to deliver uh, an application. Focus on that business value of that application and not have to worry about maintenance of the infrastructure, how it's delivered, but you're also not necessarily worried about, you know, uh, that full service uh, software application. So as a company or as as an enterprise, uh, it may not be a product you want to sell, but it's a service you need internally. So you can use that platform as a service or PaaS and actually build your custom software or custom solutions on top of that PaaS infrastructure and really get the benefit of all that virtualized uh, infrastructure, but now you know you're not uh, necessarily consuming that sort of off-the-shelf or COTS SaaS solution. Mm-hmm. But that really does have some huge impact to business. You know, like I said before, I don't have the opportunity anymore to delay uh, my desktop upgrades so that all my clients are on the right version of Outlook, for example. If I'm you know going to move to the cloud and I'm going to have Outlook as a uh, web app. I'm going to have people use the Outlook web applications or Office web applications for Word, for example. Mm-hmm. That impacts how I, you know, kind of do my business and and actually take care of upgrades. You know, my users are going to see some things happen that uh, I may not have control over anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a pretty pretty considerable uh, impact. So, um, you know, in the in the last. Uh, you know, 10 years, whatever the number is now, there's, there's over 100 million uh, licenses of, of SharePoint sold. Well, the, the typical use of SharePoint has always been on-prem, so yeah. how this kind of hybrid world or even just moving completely to the cloud, um, that changes how I do my business. I'm going to have to think about, you know, do I want all of my information in the cloud? Do I want, uh, how is my business going to be impacted if I move everything into the cloud? Do I need to separate some of that data and have a hybrid environment? where some data might live on-premises so that I have have tighter control over it. Or uh, maybe it's in an IaaS situation where I have control, but I'm getting the benefits of the cloud. Uh, Or I'm using PaaS and actually integrating with third-party services in order to get some of that control. So the world's changed a lot in in exciting ways, but certainly has uh, some serious impact to business.
0: So you mentioned... Is is hybrid when you mix a couple of these different models, or what? How does hybrid fit into this? This is it. Is it when you're doing some where you have on, you know, the traditional IT where it's on prem and you're mixing one of the other models with this, or how do I, I guess you can clar- clarify that. Yeah, I, uh,
1: my definition of hybrid uh-huh. certainly is, um, you know, I've got on prem. And cloud resources. Uh-huh. Um, since I could have, you know, private cloud. Um, I sometimes cringe at that uh, statement, but businesses and enterprises have been, and quote, doing the cloud on prem for quite a while. You know, I, I've had I a private cloud in my server closet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, really, that's when when someone says private cloud, yeah. you, basically, have you been virtualizing servers and, uh-huh. and kind of some of your hardware for how many years now? So. Yeah. Private cloud kind of is a strange, but hybrid really to me is I've got um, businesses have real needs for uh, kind of owning data integrity or uh, really being, uh, ensuring that they're meeting compliance standards or uh, there there just are some situations where moving to the cloud just may not be a possibility, or um, it just may be a business decision that mm-hmm. they're not ready to do that. Um, so to me, hybrid, and, and really for most of our customers at this point, hybrid really means I have a mixture of on-premises uh, hardware and software that I'm consuming, and I have a mixture of, uh, you know, it could be third-party cloud apps, it could yeah. be Office 365. It could be Azure, it could be uh, Amazon, you know, whatever, Google, uh, it doesn't really matter. But I've got, uh, you know, on-prem and cloud resources that I want to integrate. And that could be, uh, I want to provide a central uh, search location. So I actually want a hybrid search of cloud resources and on-prem resources. Or I may want to have an application that, uh, that pulls from content that's on-prem and in Office 365 and sort of uh, integrates a composite application if you will uh, using task management from uh, task management and calendaring from Office 365 uh, Outlook and some of my on-prem business data Um, so you know today hybrid really to me means I have on-premises information and cloud information that I that I want to interact with Um, and to, to simplify it um, there's probably some some better technical terms, or from a business sure. perspective, um, you know, hybrid just means I'm not all in on cloud. Um, I'm still going to have some infrastructure on premises for a while, and I think in most large enterprises, uh, it's you know kind of that's going to be there for quite a while.
0: Yeah. Have we seen any? I guess initially seen any patterns for how people are doing this, you know, as far as trying out the moving from traditional to to other models. I know that it, I know that I've heard different projects that you know, we've been sometimes surprised at, you know, uh, at how the, <laughs> how different people were moving to the
1: cloud, but I, anything that you've seen that's uh, of interest? Yeah, I think the the kind of two most prevalent patterns we've seen so far mm-hmm. is um, if I'm going to move to the cloud, if I really want to take advantage of some of the cost savings for example, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to start to consume commodity services. So really, I'm going to look at uh, calendaring and email obviously, yeah. um, some of the voice and video for link, um, obviously some of the CRM things like Salesforce and Dynamics. Mm-hmm. Um, the the things that I think have surprised me are uh, that hybrid search has been more often than not a way that people have kind of integrated uh, into kind of a hybrid world or kind of going to the cloud on their terms. Uh-huh. And so, you know, we've seen a few customers where they'll actually say, well, yes, I want to consume uh, Office 365, but I have, you know, a huge investment in on prem uh, SharePoint and yeah. my processes for provisioning. Uh, maintenance governance all of the things that I'm doing internally uh, I just have to manage those on-prem and and it's probably going to take a long time to transition that into the cloud into office 365 and some of it may never go Uh, so search has been actually a a big uh, kind of lead into moving to the cloud and Mm -hmm. saying okay I have content in the cloud that maybe I provision portions of Mm -hmm. projects or team sites but then uh, uh, internal projects and products and product management is internal and they want to keep that content on-prem mm-hmm. in order to search. So um, I think that's really the two things, you know, sort of having email or collaborative uh, commodity services drive the move to the cloud or uh, having search kind of drive that move to the cloud. It's been a kind of an interesting twist on something I wouldn't have expected. Yeah.
0: It seems like from an outsider looking in it's sort of how different people are making the move, it's so like a no-brainer to do you know the exchange piece to do the link piece but then there's a level of complexity that comes with what we're gonna move what and uh, and that's where you know you have to apply some forethought to it and how do you want to do this and I and it seems like hybrids gonna be the the way a lot of people are gonna decide to go and um, and I think you know it, it, it it adds a level of complexity to, to things but um, yeah yeah you just got to come up with the right approach for it yeah,
1: yeah I, I think to I'm sorry to interrupt ahead, but no, the, that that kind of idea of hybrid is the enterprise cloud is really yeah. when we did the live event uh, to introduce the white paper that's really what we were saying yeah and it is if I deliver that again it's it's one of the kind of bullet points in the slide is that's enterprise reality um, mm-hmm. you know if you're a small to medium-sized business if you're a an independent insurance broker or something of that nature, yeah, you know, you can go all in in Office 365. If you have terabytes of data, if you have business processes that you've defined on on premises using SharePoint workflow, if you're integrating with other kind of legacy systems on premises, you're probably going to have to be hybrid for for the foreseeable future, and that's not, you know, an 18-month window, that's probably a five-year or more window. Well, that's great. I appreciate you
0: taking the time to do this. And uh, the next topic that we'll hit into is the business impact of continuous delivery. Uh, thanks again, Pete, for your time. Hey, you're welcome. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, our next episode will be coming up will be business impact of continuous delivery. Thanks so much.